Hi, this is uh, Fatfoot Crazy. This is your host, Toby Gavon. Um, Going to look today at some of the hitters that are giving folks mostly concerns um, at this point in the season. First player we're going to cover is Wilson Contreras, uh, Chicago Cubs catcher. Um, he has disappointed a lot of owners, was the third catcher and second or third catcher off the board in most leagues. Um, went pretty high, high up in drafts. So far this season, he's hitting 264 with five home runs, 24 runs, 24 RBIs, well off the pace that he set last year, really across the board. The good news is that when you look at the skill pro profile for um, Wilson, um, he's maintained his plate discipline. Um, this year, he's got a 32.3% O swing or chase rate on pitches outside the zone. Um, last year, it was around 31.8, so a negligible difference. And the really good news is that he's actually increased contact. His contact overall is up from 71.5% last year to 76.7% this year, which is a, uh, a nice 5% gain. And in the zone, it's, it's an over 6% gain, which is, which is really good. Um, so that's kind of the good news for Wilson. Um, the trouble is that the, um, that the hard hit rate, he's not hitting the ball as well. So his heart rate hit rate has, has seen a dip of about 6% from 35.5% last year to 29.8% this year. Um, what we really see happening with his batted ball profile is a huge increase in his pop-up percentage. A pop-up percentage is something that's categorized by xstats.org, Andrew Perpetua over there, and it's essentially... Um, fly balls or infield fly balls that have about an expected average of 0 0.02. So, uh, or 0 0.002. So they're very, very rarely hits. They're essentially automatic outs. He's seen a 7% increase um, in his pop-up percentage from 11.6% last year to 18.3% this year. Now, 7% may not sound like a lot, um, well, I mean, it may sound like a lot too, but essentially what you're talking about is 7% of, of his batted balls are automatic outs that weren't automatic outs previously. So you're, you're going to expect a dip in his batting average as a result of that. And we've seen a little bit of a dip, but he's actually been pretty lucky this year. Um, he's got a 265 average overall, but his expected average um, on balls uh, based on the exit velocity and vertical and horizontal launch angle of his batted balls is um, is 233. Um, so you see a pretty pretty big difference there, about 32 points in batting average from where he is and where he really should be. Um, a lot of other metrics really demonstrate how um, how poor he's been um, uh, at at making solid contact this year. If you look at his um, uh, hard hit, uh, his hard hit fly ball rate, um, his hard hit fly ball rate is down 15% from 49.4 last year, which is a great number, um, to 34.4% uh, this year. Um, his barrels per plate appearance are down ne negligibly, 6.8% to 6.1%. Um, and so um, essentially he's not making the quality of contact that we've seen before. Now, his power actually isn't as bad as it looks based on expected home runs. He's got 8.7 expected home runs to those five home runs. So he's been a little unfortunate in that department. 
So looking at, at, at Wilson Contreras overall, I think, um, you know, so far this season when we look at him, he's not getting the quality of bat- batted ball that he was previously. Um, and that's really impacted his average, but not as much as it should. And his expected home run should be there. The good news is, is when we look at his 20-game um, rolling averages, they're showing some nice trends. So um, his O-swing percentage um, has been drifting down a little bit, which is a great sign. His hard hit rate has started to rebound. And his ground ball rate, so essentially the, the percentage of balls on the ground, um, excluding line drives and fly balls, um, has dropped down pretty quickly here in the last um, the last few games, uh, approaching 50%. Now, that's still way too high of a mark, but if you continue to get that down and start making better contact, we may see some improvement. The good news is, is that his Z contact has stayed, um, has stayed elevated. It's at about 86% over his last 20 games. So you're starting to see the skills come together a little bit. And if you'll remember last year, he went on just an incredible run about this time last year. It actually started on June 17th last year. And so, you know, who knows, maybe he's like a Andrew McCutcheon clone and, and, and waits until June um, to start hitting. Um, hopefully he can, he can start that hitting here in June and some of that will translate into July. So there's some, so there's some good signs um, for Contreras. And, and I think he's overall, you know, the trends are good and show he's showing that he's a quality, hit, quality hitter. The key for him is going to be hitting balls at better launch angles, better exit velocities at those launch angles. Um, so that he starts to uh, to really drive the ball. I think that's when you're gonna, that's when you could see him see him take off. So that's uh, a little bit of an analysis of Wilson Contreras's year so far. Maybe some things to expect um, on the horizon. And hope you enjoyed it. The second guy we're going to talk about today is Manuel Margot, outfielder for the San Diego Padres. Uh, Margot has disappointed a lot of owners this year. He came in with, with a lot of hype um, because of some a second half performance where, you know, he put up thirteen. Um, he had thirteen home runs, seventeen stolen bases, and he started hitting a lot of fly balls um, at the end of last season. And so folks were expecting maybe a little bit more of a power surge and to go along with those stolen bases, but it hasn't materialized quite yet. Um, if you look at the skill profile overall, it's been, um, a little up and down his, uh, chase rate or his O swing percentage, um, is at 27.2%, which is a little better than league average. Um, this year it was at 29% last year. So that's a little bit of an improvement. You'd expect a little bit of a, a hike in the walk rate, um, which has happened. Um, this year, which is good for a guy who you're looking to steal bases. Uh, the only dif- uh, the, only, the negative is that his um, Z contact or his in zone contact has actually dipped uh, by about 4% um, from 85.6% or from 89.2% last year to 85.6% this year. But that may be more of a conscious um, effort not to swing and miss the ball, but of trying to hit the ball harder. We do see an elevated um, hard hit rate this year. It's up about 12% from 25.4% last year to 37.6% this year, which is um, about 3% above average, which is great. Um, his batted ball profile is definitely worse this year. He's seen a 6% dip in his line drive rate, um, a 9% increase or 8% increase in his ground ball percentage, and a 2% um, dip in his five ball percentage. 
The reason why we're covering him today, though, is that he has been on um, a pretty good run here uh, over the last uh, 20 games, um, hitting two, uh, 348. Um, his WOBA is at 420 over that period of time, which is excellent. 320 is about league average. Um, but the expect his expected WOBA over that time is at, as um, is 365. Um, one of the reasons why there's a, a big discrepancy there is that while his batted ball quality has definitely improved over that period of time, um, he um, a lot of that improvement, or not a lot of the improvement, but some of it has been a little lucky. So over that uh, tw- that last 20 games, his hard hit rate is up 40 up to 47.4%, which is about 10% above where he's at for the year. His Z contact is actually up a little bit over the same period of time. So is his O swing, but both are pretty negligible. Um, He has seen um, a huge drop in his ground ball rate, though. Um, His ground ball rate is hovering at about 50% for the season. Um, It's at 35.1% over his last 20 games. So he's hitting the ball in the air a lot. Um, And so that means uh, a lot more fly balls, which has definitely happened, as he's got um, a 43.9% uh, fly ball percentage over that time. Um, but it's also um, translating to more line drives, which I'll get to in a second. Um, you know, the big one of the reasons why there's that major gap in the expected WOBA of 365 and the WOBA of 420 over that period of time is because Margot is riding both the increase in line drive percentage, um, which is significant, up to 21.1% um, when he was down just a little while ago, below 10%. So that's helped driving the uh, resurgence, um, as is um, uh, uh, some luck. So he's got a 500 BABIP on ground balls over that same period of time, which um, you know is, is, uh, is, is really high, um, <laughs> to, to say the least. And so that's something that's not, that I don't anticipate will, will continue. Um, one of the things that I've always had major questions about about Margot, and I was not uh, in on Margot at all this year. I don't don't own any shares um, of him. Is that I'm not quite sure that the increase in five ball percentage is really um, that good for him. He does not have um, uh, good power metrics by any stretch of the imagination. His hard hit five ball rate is 34.4 percent, um, which is uh, about maybe a little bit below league average, um, 29.9% last year. So he's improved it, but it's still low. His barrels per plate appearance of 3.3% is below league average, um, It's but it is up from 1.9% earlier in the year. And he's only got 3.2 expected home runs. So those three home runs, he has earned them, but you know people weren't paying you know the 150 ADP earlier this year for, for three home runs. Um, Another big concern is, you know, heading into the year, people were thinking, oh, well, maybe he can get to 2020. Well, he's got six stolen bases, and it's not that he's not running. He's actually running a decent amount. He's got 12 attempts, but only six successful stolen bases, and he's actually 0 for 4 on stolen bases in his last 20 games. You know, obviously, that's not going to um, give his manager a ton of confidence to have him run, and so that, that remains... Um, an area of improvement for him. And looking over it all at, you know, kind of the season-long stats and um, and what he's been doing recently, his expected stats and his current stats line up pretty well. So I would anticipate something similar to this 
um, continuing. Um, I think this may be a situation where you may want to test the waters on, um, you know, selling high on Margot. His value is probably not going to be higher. People may be thinking, hey, he's turned a corner. You know, he's going to, um, you know, dramatically improve. And that could definitely be the case. But nothing in the numbers so far this season are really showing. They're showing some, some slight improvement, but nothing particularly in the power and speed departments that are going to set him apart or really set him um, uh, off on continuing this pace. A lot of it is, uh, you know, some luck on balls in play um, that's help, helping to drive this resurgence. So um, overall, um, you know, you're, if you held on to Margot, you're enjoying this. Um, if you didn't or if you did just pick him up, I would think about um, trying to sell high on him a little bit. Maybe convince somebody who needs stolen bases that Margot's the guy for for them and um, see if you might be able to get somebody a little bit more more stable who brings a little bit more power to the table or stolen bases because I really don't think Margot, uh, he hasn't shown the skills yet um, that he's going to get anywhere close to that uh, 2020 um, pace uh, that people were expecting. Thanks so much for listening to the first audio we've done for Batflip Crazy. Uh, definitely let us know what you think. Um, we can be reached at Twitter handle at BatFlipCrazy or www.BatFlipCrazy.com. This is the first time we've done this audio, so um, we're really looking for feedback. Uh, do you enjoy this type of analysis? Is it helpful? Too much, too little? Whatever it is, let us know. Thanks so much for listening.